0: Can love really sustain marriage? Mm. Marriage is very deep. When it comes to the issue of marriage, there are so many sacrifices you have to make. You have to be patient, you have to be tolerant, and also take a lot of nonsense. (laughs) That sounds funny, doesn't it? I usually tell people, if you can't take nonsense, then don't marry. Welcome to Mary's Table Talk. My name is Mary Egbude. If you are listening to my podcast for the first time, thank you for tuning in. You're welcome. And please take our time to listen to the other episodes. I'm sure you'll be really blessed. And don't forget to share. And if you are my constant listener, God bless you. Thank you for being here again today. Today we are going to be looking at a topic I titled, Can Love Sustain Marriage? You know when we want to get married, the first thing is marry the person you love. Marry your best friend. That's some of the advices you get. Can love really sustain marriage? If you look into what is happening these days, you see that love is no longer enough. Love is no longer enough. You can love somebody now and get married to the person at the end of the day, that the person something maybe there might be a situation or a circumstance, the person changes and you ask yourself how did I end up with this person? Was I, did I really fall in love with this person? Marriage is about two people coming from two different backgrounds. <clears throat> coming from two different backgrounds to come, to, to come and stay together. Marriage is a well-designed and planned, well-designed and planned by God. It's God's idea. And it has helped, it has, so many people enjoy marriage irrespective of what is happening right now, there are so many marriages there that are wonderful. People are, people, couples are enjoying the marriage. But notwithstanding, that does not mean there is no, they don't need to have disputes or arguments. They just know how to manage it, you know. So when you, are in, when you get married and you are into a marriage and you start seeing a lot of, before you even get into the marriage, I'm sure there are some, there are some red, red flags, red flags, there are some signs that you saw and maybe you ignored most of us did. We ignored those signs. We felt they don't matter. When we get married, things will work out well. The man will change. The woman will change. That's some of the thoughts we have. We had in those days. But the truth of the matter is, as if we, those things that we ignored, when we now got into marriage, we actually saw that they were not supposed to be ignored because we now saw that actually this person is, can, is not changing. The truth is that it's God that changes people. You cannot change anybody. And... You know, I was discussing with my 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 daughter, my daughter is, she's, she'll be 24 this February. I was discussing with her, she was like, Mom, you said if, if you're into courtship, we should find out from a, 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 from the person who, some of the things we, we need to know. We should ask them questions, personal questions, deep questions that so they can answer. I said, yes, it's only about if they are lying to you, how do you know? And I said, you have to, that's why you have to be very, very close to the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God will reveal to you if they are lying to you. Even sometimes even before they tell you anything, God would have revealed so many things to you. It's left for you to take it or to leave it, you know. But if you're in a marriage right now and you're having a lot of issues and disappointments, I want to advise us. I used to advise couples that don't expect too much from your partner. Your partner is human. Your partner is not an angel. Your partner is not a saint. They make mistakes. They fall. And at the end of the day, you see that your expectations are not being met. Maybe when you were courting, this man was was a giver. He gives you everything, you know, took care of you, protected you. And when you entered into marriage, you now see so that the whole thing changed. Those expectations, you have to let bring them down, let them go. And begin to manage the marriage. Because it's actually two people that make a marriage to work. And in every marriage, one person must play a fool. If you listen to my introduction, I said... If you know you don't want to take any nonsense, then don't bother getting married. Because there's a lot of nonsense in marriage. That's the truth. What I mean by nonsense is that there are some things you see in marriage you ask yourself, is it really me that is discussing this? Is it really me that is doing this? I had, I had a particular couple. I was cancelling one time. And the, the man impregnated somebody else. And later told the wife that he impregnated somebody else outside. And the woman was like, okay, the deed has been done bring her in, bring her in, let's, instead of going out always, bring her in, let's come and be staying with us, let's take the, we'll take the child, and as God will have it, they were, they were looking, for a, looking for a child for a very long time, they didn't have, they've not had any child, so the woman finally came in, and when the woman came into the house, instead of, you know, humbling herself, bringing herself low, instead of claiming the first position, because she was the one that was pregnant. And this other uh, woman, the real wife, had to, you know, tolerate a lot of things from this other woman. The house where we were living was built by the by the wife, by the woman. And when this new woman came, she took over the kitchen, took over the main bedroom, and it got to a point. This woman said, "No, I can't continue like this. This woman has to go." So when I say you have to take a lot of nonsense. That's what, what I mean by, if you can't take no sense, they don't mind. Because so, so many things happen. This person you are calling is your, is your partner. You don't know what he's involved in. You don't know some things he, he does. Even you, as the, uh, you as the woman, we don't know what you, two, you do. Some people have uh, flaws. Some people have secret sins they are battling with. Some people have terrible lifestyles they are battling with. And most of the time, they don't open up to each other. Some couples will, not, some some men will not tell you as a wife. Some wife will not tell the man. You know. Let me give an example now. So let's assume that the man is a lesbian, sorry, is a, a gay, and he it doesn't it, it doesn't open up to the wife. Maybe say bisexual it doesn't open up to the wife, and maybe the wife gets to to find out. She will be heartbroken. She will be devastated. But at the same time, she she the man needs help. This woman has to. Look for a way to help this man to overcome that particular lifestyle. So that's where tolerance comes in. That's where patience comes in. A lot of things come to play when it comes to marriage. And I, I advise couple. I say most, most times, when, when, if there is no violence in marriage, if the man is not being violent, it's not beating you up or the woman is not being violent, things can still be put right. But when there is violence, I advise that there be a separation for a while. There be separation for why? Because violence can lead to death. It can lead to brutality. Can lead. Can even lead to disability. You know, we've had so many stories, so many incidents. So love is not enough to sustain marriage. When you when you are in marriage, when you are in marriage, you need the God's grace. You need the Holy Spirit to help you to guide you. You should. The Holy Spirit should be your best friend. You have to be asking for for wisdom from time to time. Wisdom to handle that man, wisdom to handle that woman. Marriage has led so many people to their untimely graves. Marriage has led so many people to psychiatric homes because they could not just fathom, they could not just imagine them living such a life. And you know, when we in this life, sometimes we make mistakes. When we make mistakes, there's some mistakes we should not make. When you make the mistake of marrying the wrong person my dear it's a, it's, it's, a, it's it's a life of torture so that's the reason why we are advising our young woman: before you get married look before you leap don't just see somebody because you see the person is fine when you are marrying somebody you are marrying the person you are marrying the person's family you are marrying the person's culture you are marrying the person's background you are marrying the person's lifestyle so that's why we preach compatibility when you have to be compatible the person has to have the same beliefs with you you can imagine a believer marrying an unbeliever they are not compatible. They, they, are not, they don't think, they no not in the same way. So when you want to marry, this one is for my, for, for, my, for my singles. When you want to get married, make sure the person is born again, the person is a Christian. It will help a lot to be able to, at least the person will be hearing the word of God and the person will be able to change. God can change that person. Don't look at time. I, I'm, I'm aging. People are complaining. By the time you look at those things and you run into marriage, don't marry for the wrong reasons. Because if you marry for the wrong reasons, at the end of the day, you find out that you're the one that wears the shoes. You're the only one that knows where it pinches. So today, my advice to couples, if you are having challenges in your marriage, go to God. And there's something I do that works for me. I take my husband's picture. I pray over it. And I tell God, Father, this is my husband. Whatever I tell him to do is what he would do. I want you to help me. I want you to help control this man. Let your spirit be in him consistently. I pray over his picture. I pray for him every day. Even God told me, he said, take 30 minutes of your day and pray for your husband. And because I've been doing that, and God has been helping me. Sometimes I default, but, you know, God will be telling you what to do. That might not be what God will tell you to do. But that's my own instruction. God might give you your own instruction, even as a man, as a wife, what to do concerning your marriage. Go to God in prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit for help. Make sure you are in right standing, because if you are not in right standing, you cannot be praying to God. The Bible said, "The prayer of a sinner is an abomination before God." So you have, you too, you have to be in right standing with God. Go to God in prayer. Every marriage is unique, because the same way human beings are unique, that's how every marriage is also unique. So when you, when, when what works for me, may not work for you. The instruction God gives me, might not, God may not give you that instruction. That's why you have to have a personal relationship with God, if you're in marriage, because for you to live a fulfilled life here on earth, for you to be able to live a life of joy and peace. And enjoy your sanity. You need God as a third party in your marriage. You need God. And if you actually need help, maybe you need a counselor or you need someone that you can talk to. You can go to your 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 spiritual leader, somebody you know you can confide in. Or you can send me an email if you want to talk. Is that something you want to tell me? We can we can talk about it, we can pray about it. Okay. This way, I want. I don't want this podcast to be too long. This way, I want to end this podcast. I will still be talking more on marriage. I will still be bringing up marriage issues from time to time. Please stay tuned to this podcast. It is. I. 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 I load it every Wednesday by twelve. Twelve noon. This is Mary's Table talk. My name is Mary Igbo. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to share. And please remember that you need God as a third party in your marriage. You need God. God is your God. Is, God is God is the the, the main focus when it comes to marriage. Because he's the originator. He knows that man. He knows that woman. He's the only one that can change them. So thank you for listening. God bless you. Don't forget to share. And stay tuned. Share it with your friends. Stay tuned for the next episode. That will be coming on Mary's Table Talk. Bye.